On today's Exploring History podcast, I'll talk about homeschooling in a message especially for dads. Welcome to Exploring History with Ray Notgrass, a production of Notgrass History. This is the time of year when many parents are making decisions about their children's education this fall. I want to tell my story and offer some ideas about homeschooling. I do this especially for the dads who are listening. If you know of any parents who are making this decision right now, I hope you'll pass along this podcast to them. I was blessed to attend excellent public schools in Columbia, Tennessee. We had great teachers, strong community support, and a tradition of excellence. Our schools weren't perfect, of course. I grew up in the segregated South, and our schools weren't fully racially integrated until I was in high school in the late 1960s, and that was by court order. But when that happened, except for a few small ripples of disturbance, Integrated schools became the new accepted norm for our county. Because of the examples I had, I went to college to become a public school teacher. I then went to graduate school with the purpose of teaching on the college level. While I was in graduate school in history, my focus changed and I decided to go into ministry. In preparation for that work, I obtained a second master's degree in New Testament. Over the years, I have had stints of teaching on the junior high, high school, and university levels. Even in my 22 years as a minister, I took my role of teaching in sermons and church Bible classes very seriously. This was all before we started developing curriculum as not grass history, and that, of course, involves teaching, just in a different way. So, in great measure, my life's purpose has been bound up in education. I came to understand that education, and by that I mean not just in a school setting but as a life activity, is a key that unlocks many doors for children as they mature. A good education helps a child develop skills they need in life. It helps them learn new aspects of our world. A good education teaches children how to think and process information. Then Charlene and I began having children of our own. And education went beyond a profession, beyond being a part of American life, and became personal, something that affected my own family, our own children. When our children were preschoolers, Charlene told me about an idea she had heard called homeschooling, in which parents, not professional teachers, take the responsibility for providing the formal academic education for their children. Charlene, always the devoted mother, loved the idea. From the first time I heard about the idea, I knew what I thought about it. I didn't like it. I thought children needed to be in schools. That's where the trained professionals are. That's where the resources are housed. Public education had worked for me, so I figured it would work for our children. So our oldest child spent a year in a church-sponsored kindergarten because where we were living at the time didn't have public kindergarten. Then we enrolled him in the neighborhood public school. 
I remember very clearly sitting in our car one afternoon in the school parking lot, thinking that I was beginning the process of losing my connection with our child, of letting him go. We had had him under our primary guidance for six years, and now we were turning him over to the guidance and training of others for the next twelve. I didn't much like that idea, but I assumed there was nothing I could do about it. Charlene and I were still going to play key roles in his life, of course, but those roles would be less and less significant as time went on. Over the next few years, while we had a generally positive public school experience with our three children, two changes began taking place. One, we became increasingly unhappy with some aspects of our public school experience— Some teachers' attitudes and some curriculum that was used were not what we wanted our children to experience. Second, we became more and more aware of the agenda that lay behind the direction public schools were taking. So I became willing to give homeschooling a try. It had its share of tough spots, it took a lot of work, and it took us out of the typical way of life we had come to know but it also had many positives. Our children could explore at greater length topics that interested them. We could lessen the negative stuff going into their heads and hearts, and we had more opportunity to instill positive subjects and attitudes, things we wanted to be in their heads and hearts. We also became a closer family. We had lots of fun together. We could slow down the rush of activities that often defines family life in America today. I was able to have a role in teaching the children closest to my heart, namely my own. I saw more clearly the responsibilities I had as husband and father. In the last few years, I have been richly blessed to see our children have children and take up the role and responsibility of teaching and training their own. I have also seen homeschooling move from a fringe activity that a relatively few parents attempted to a widely accepted educational option that has achieved great results with a continually growing number of families. Needless to say, my own thinking about education has changed and grown. So here we are today. Your situation is not 1990s America or colonial America or prairie America, or 50s and 60s small-town America. It's contemporary America, with social media and today's moral and religious assumptions and political agendas, but with the same critical need for parents to train their children in what is most important. It's the time not for my parents to be rearing me, or for Charlene and me to be rearing our children but it's the time when you are rearing your children with the pressures you feel and the decisions you have to make. I think most of us would agree that public schools are not what they were in the 1960s. They are what they are now. The common assumption for a long time has been that what goes on in a brick-and-mortar building will provide children with the training they need. That's not necessarily the case and it's not the primary educational source they most need, which is you. Parenting is much more than a biological role. 
It's more than providing shelter and transportation for your children. It's providing what they need for life, and this includes protecting and training their hearts. Your children need their dad to be a responsible, meaningful, involved part of their lives, providing, protecting, guiding, teaching, and training them in many ways. One primary way is as an example. Many people can and will play important roles in your children's lives, but only you can play the critical role of father. Boys need to see a model of manhood. Girls need to know what it feels like to be safe and cherished by a man. This leads me to the specific question of homeschooling. I want to make one thing abundantly clear. In absolutely no way am I trying to create a brick-and-mortar school versus homeschooling antagonism. Our country is too divided as it is. We don't need to set up opposing camps about our children. Neither group should feel threatened by the other. Our kids need to see grown-ups behaving as, well, grown-ups, respecting the opinions of others, cheering each other on in this often challenging job of parenting, and using our energies to pursue the goal of training godly citizens of God's kingdom and our nation. For homeschooling to work well, you and your wife and your children have to be together and completely on board. You or your wife might think, I could never do that. I've heard some moms say, I'd kill my children if I had to homeschool them. You know, that can be a great line to end a discussion on the subject. Of course, those moms wouldn't do that. But if that reflects any element of the real situation in your heart, it's time to stop and rethink where your heart is regarding your family. Even if you don't decide to homeschool, you need to ask the Lord to bring the hearts of your family members together. You might be like I was. When you hear about homeschooling, you might immediately think, that's not for me. I urge you not to do that. Think first about what your goals are for your children, even more what God's goals are for your children. And what is the best way for you to be God's servant for Him to accomplish those goals? I encourage you to think about homeschooling as a viable option. There are tons of excellent curriculum choices, many group learning situations, many groups that have families who share your beliefs and values. There are people who can help and encourage you, other dads, local support groups, and state organizations. Everyone's story is different. Every situation is different. But there are common elements that people share, and seeing how others handle training their children can help you in making the decision. It will be hard, and there will be some discouragements. But I believe it will be worth it. After all, is there anything worthwhile that doesn't have hard things that come with accomplishing that goal, such as playing a sport or learning a skill? And is there anything more worthy of your best effort than how your children turn out? I encourage you to make a proactive decision about how you train and educate your children and not just decide in reaction to conditions today. But it seems to me there is a valid concern about children's physical safety, the purity of children's hearts, 
and the agenda that many have to promote a certain worldview in our schools. Do some research, and by all means, include sources that are positive about homeschooling. Talk to people who have done it. Feel free to write me at ray at with questions you have. You might be concerned about what people might think, maybe what your own extended family members might think. I encourage you not to be concerned about that. You will find people who will question your decision and people who will support your decision. Respect what your parents say. Develop solid reasons for why you decide as you do. Think long and hard about what you are convicted that you must do. Think about the result you want to look back on in 10 or 20 years. 10 or 20 years from now, don't look back and wonder what happened to your children. Don't have regrets about what you should have done. Teaching might not be your thing, I understand that. But living is, and how to live is what you are in a unique position to teach your children. I'm interested in how children are educated because education has meant so much to me. I believe homeschooling can accomplish much good. It fits well for many, many families. But the question is larger than what education means to me. The question is what education means to you and your children, your family, and how best to accomplish that. From my heart, I ask you to consider first who you are before God then who you want to be for your family, then what kind of legacy you want to leave for your children and in your children. If you are facing this decision for the next school year, I encourage you to pray sincerely about this decision. I'm Ray Notgrass. I pray that God will bless you and guide you in this important decision you face regarding your family. Thanks for listening. This has been Exploring History with Ray Notgrass, a production of Notgrass History. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast in your favorite podcast app, and please leave a rating and review so that we can reach more people with our episodes. If you want to learn about new homeschool resources and opportunities from Notgrass History, you can sign up for our email newsletter at exploringhistorypodcast.com. This program was produced by me, Titus Anderson. Thanks for listening.